It's okay to be a coward. But don't act like cowards are champions and champions are cowards. If you don't have hands, man, good luck to you. Have I left women crying on the side of the road as I sped away? Yeah, I've done that too. That's my theory on it, people. Put that in your pipe and shove it up your ass. I don't give a fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Joel Pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Tuesday. On a Tuesday this week, people. Going up on a motherfucking Tuesday. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Your old pal Joe checking in saying, hey, it has been a minute. I'm currently coming to you live from the kitchen of my mother's house in Michigan. I've been up here. And that's why I haven't put a uh, podcast out. That's why I've missed the past two Mondays, people. Been doing family shit. You know what I mean? Knocking fences down, getting grandma set up with a fucking Roku. And let me tell you, people, she doubts herself. But she's doing pretty goddamn good with that thing. She's finding shows she likes. She's already hooked on 24. She's staying up till 11 o'clock at night now watching 24. Binge watching, people. Binge watching 24. And then she realized, hey, I can just go to bed. I can pause the thing and I can just go to bed. She's like, yeah, you can, Grandma. Yeah, you can. People think she shouldn't be staying up till 11 o'clock. I don't think she should give... Two fucks what people think. She's an old-ass lady. If she wants to stay up till 1.30 in the morning, watching 24, you know, eating chocolate with her bare hands, wiping it on the couch, she can do that. She's old as fuck. How old is she? I don't know. In her 80s. But she's a good lady. It's been very fun talking to her. It's crazy. I shit you not. We talked for like 30 minutes about Michael Jordan. It was a great... A fucking good-ass talk. She watched The Last Dance, that Michael Jordan documentary. I, too, have seen The Last Dance. And she pretty much just wanted to tell me about The Last Dance. So I let her do that. And anything she kind of couldn't remember, I was there to fill in the gaps. You know, she's like, well, you've seen it. It's like, yeah, I've seen it, but keep telling me about it. You know, she probably has a different perspective of Michael Jordan than I do. As I found out, excuse me, she does. But... Very fun. Did not expect that kind of conversation to come from my grandmother. You know, she loved basketball. I think she played basketball. I think that's why she loves it. I wonder if she ever thought Michael Jordan was sexy. I didn't ask her. I didn't have the heart to. She used to be a, have a crush on Greg Norman. I believe he was a golfer. The great white shark is what they called him. I think she just thought he was the bee's knees. <laughs> And Michael Jordan is the complete opposite, you know, of uh, Greg Norman. So I just don't know if she would was, you know, having fantasies about Michael Jordan. But I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. Is that an appropriate question for your grandma? Hell no. Is it even an appropriate thing to be thinking about and recording onto a podcast? Probably not. But it's too late, people. We already did it. So you're in the shit with me now. Who turned your, who do you think your grandma was getting moist over? The Duke? John Wayne, maybe? Who else was a stud bag? Maybe Johnny Carson, huh? 
Johnny Carson for the more uh, for the ladies who are attracted to a personality more so than rugged good looks. I wonder because <laughs> your grandmas are just silly. At one point in time, all our grandmas were just silly little girls. You know what I mean? I think about that more and more now where it's like my sister used to love Justin Timberlake. And now, now I see that old people are just regular people. Because growing up, I feel like you look at old people like you're something different than just a regular old person. We don't do the same things. You're old. You know, you don't understand me. You don't know what it's like to be horny. But at some point in time, you know, Justin Timberlake was out here dancing around, making teenage girls hoot and holler, making their ovaries drop or whatever it is, you know. Justin Bieber doing the same thing, the Jonas Brothers. So at some point in time, our grandmas were just squealing little girls, just going, "Ah," you know. But I don't, I've never thought about her in that light where it's like, oh, you're just a person. You're just a regular person. You haven't lived much of a different life. We've just lived at different points in time. You know what I mean? Same thing with adults. It's been a crazy trip to be back home, people. Because I'm not, I don't spend too much time around my family, you know, or just children in general. But it's like, I don't know. Everyone's the same as they've always been. They're just older, if that makes any sense. Like, adults seem like a mythical creature. Sure, people get more responsibilities and shit like that, and then they have kids and they have to be parents. But a lot of the times, it just seems, no matter what the age, it just seems like a bunch of kids, just old kids, have young kids. And this there's a weird crossover into adulthood that I don't think a lot of people make that step. If that makes any sense. There's a, I think there's a maturity involved in becoming an adult. But some people, you know, they're the same as they've always been. It's very strange. It's very, very interesting. And I realized anytime when I was a kid, me and my sister and our parents would go, we're going over to so-and-so's house, we're going to play. I didn't realize everyone was just getting drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't realize anybody drank growing up. The only person I knew who drank was my uncle because he let you know he drank and so did everybody else. But I didn't realize that all the the adults around me were just getting drunk and that was the whole reason of setting up, hey, playtimes or we're going to a cookout is so they could get drunk. My sister set up a cookout while I'm back in town, right? She gets all her friends with kids to come over. Because <laughs> I don't really know anybody in town. <laughs> All my friends have kids and do their own shit. But I realized it was just a bunch of, not even a bunch of people, like five or six couples. And they all had at least one kid, some two. And it was just a day where they could sit in a chair in a yard and just drink. And their kids could run around together. That's all they were doing. They were just taking a break from their normal existence. And getting drunk. (laughs) And then, of course, driving their children home. (laughs) 
that's the funny thing to realize too. It's like, oh man, all of our parents drove drunk. Because <laughs> little did we know, the, all these little Fourth of July where we all had sparklers and shit like that. Everyone else is going to the moon, getting all zooted, zooted and tooted. Crazy, crazy to have these realizations. It's been fun. It has been a strange trip. I've been exhausted. You know, families will drive you absolutely crazy. And people will go, did you have a nice vacation? And I will say, no, I did not. I had no vacation at all. Because everybody needs me to do something as soon as I step foot in this city. My week fills up immediately. So this is my secret, is I tell everybody that I'm coming two days before or two days after I actually get here. So I can get so uh, uh, acclimated, I guess, to my environment. So I told everybody I was going to be here either Saturday or Sunday. And I came here Thursday night. And then I just didn't tell anybody just so I could lay low Friday. I also had a show on Friday down in Detroit. Detroit was a fucking hoot, man. If you're ever up here. Go check out some of the uh, the local comedy shows. Go to Trixie's and Hamtramck and the Independent once that opens up. But man, them shows were fucking just a great time. Just a great fucking time. Got to go out on a lake, people. I haven't been out on a lake in God knows how long. Went out on a lake with a bunch of Peruvians. What? Yeah, I'm talking about Michigan. Pure Michigan. Bunch of Peruvians up here. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And what did they do? Did they act all Peruvian-like? No. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't act like a bunch of thieving Peruvians. You know what I mean? Not the standard, the stereotypical Peruvians. These bandits in the night that I hear about. They were so kind. Unbelievably kind. And just fun. Just a bunch of crazy Peruvians. I had such a great time spending the afternoon on their boat with them. Shout out to Johanna in Detroit. I can't re- know how to say your last name. Medranda. It's tough to say for me. <laughs> you know, but Johanna's dope as fuck. She's like, if you're going to be in town, just come hang out with my crazy family on the boat for the day. And I said, fuck yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I did. And you know what they did? They made ceviche. What? Made ceviche while we were on the boat. Someone stayed back. I believe it was Grandpa. Someone's Grandpa is an older Peruvian man. And he made some fine ceviche. And they also made corn. (laughs) But it wasn't like corn. You know what I mean? It was it was corn on the cob, but it wasn't corn. But it was. It was bigger kernels. And they had a lighter color to them, a creamier color. Was it creamed corn on the cob? You might be asking yourself. And I'd say no, it wasn't. Here's the thing, people. That cut out. I'm recording this on a very old MacBook that keeps uh, that I don't ever use because it's old and it does this kind of shit. But I don't know how much that picked up. But I'm talking about the corn, the Peruvian corn, and it makes me want to move to Peruvia. I think I'm going to pack my bags 
and go to Peruvia. It seems like a good place to be. I clearly enjoyed the people. So maybe I'd enjoy Peruvia. Maybe that's why they left it, though, is because maybe their spirit was better than their environment. So then they moved to the Great Lakes, the great outdoors of Michigan, and allowed their spirit to thrive. And Twice this is cut out, and I don't know what has been recorded and what has not. I was talking about my delicious Peruvian ceviche. And they also had some other thing that tasted really good, too. But I don't remember what it was. Something potato-like, but was not a potato. People eat different things in different parts of the world. I don't know if this is like groundbreaking news to the fine audience of Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience, but, you know, some people don't eat hot dogs. That seems strange. They've probably never even, even seen a hot dog. People from different parts of the world enjoy different things. Is that racist? Am I being racist right now? By saying that other people do things differently. And not that they should be judged, although I will. I have no problem judging you. For the horse shit that you do. <laughs> I love Peruvians. I found that out. So, how racist can I be if I love Peruvians? I still hate Mexicans, but, but Peruvians are pretty good. I had to retake that joke because it cut out once again, people. This thing is cut out like four times. I'm recording on an old MacBook, a very old MacBook, that once you update the hardware or the, you know how it goes, it goes, oh, it's time for a system update, and then you update the system and nothing fucking works right. That's why I got the new computer, but I'm in Michigan, so I'm doing my best. We're going to have to do a little chop and edit this type of fucking shit together. That's been my week, people. Hanging out with family. Hanging out with Peruvians. My new family. An extension of my current family, I'll say that. Bought some weed from a store. Weed's legal in uh, in Michigan, you know. What a fucking... I don't think... They ain't got nothing figured out up here, you know. I bought weed, legal weed in quite a few places. Washington, Oregon, Colorado. I think those have been the main three. And... It's either comparable or cheaper than what you buy on the street, you know? But here in Michigan, bro, I don't know if you guys know anything about fucking weed prices, but it was $80 for a quarter. Seven grams, right? That's over 10 bucks a gram. It was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. Nice sativa strain. Strand? I can never figure out if it's supposed to be strain or strand. Strand. We'll go with that. Like 27%. THC, something like that. So some good bud. You know what I mean? But in Washington, I was buying I was buying like a quarter for like eleven bucks. So I'm trying to figure out why it's so goddamn high here. I think Michigan taxes suck. And I also think at least around the Flint area, I'm I just think everyone's been growing weed in this city since like nineteen ninety nine. You know? So once legal weed came here, everyone's like, you know, no one's going to go buy it. I think that's why the prices might be so high. I don't know. I don't know. If anybody could answer that for me, I surely would appreciate why the prices of weed in Michigan 
are so goddamn high? Is it because it's newer? I'm going to go with it's because everybody already was growing weed for a very long time. And once you made it legal, no one gave a shit. So the, uh, the product isn't selling that good. Everyone I know still either grows their own weed or buys weed from their buddy who has been growing it since 1999. So that's my theory on it, people. Put that in your pipe and shove it up your ass. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Oh, we got to talk about the coward at the Olympics, right? We got to talk about it. We got to talk about how athletes have become spineless and don't stand for anything. You know? I don't want to. I don't want to go down this route. You think I want to go down this route? I don't like talking this kind of negativity on this podcast. I like to bring positivity into the world. But I think, I think when a coward acts like a coward, you got to call it a coward. You know what I'm saying, people? How are you going to be a champion if you're feeling sad? Come on now, people. Michael Jordan won a goddamn championship after his father was murdered. You think he, was, he wanted to take a mental health day? You bet your ass he did not. You know why? Because he's a champion. Because he's one of the finest athletes and champions to ever exist on planet Earth. You know what I mean? You think if Genghis Khan took a mental health day, all those people would have got raped? Hell no. He had a a mission to accomplish, and God damn it, he wasn't going to let anything stop him. I'm just saying champions aren't made overnight. It's something that it's a mentality that a lot of people don't understand. I feel that like I can understand this, you know? Because I'll be honest with you, people. As I'm recording this podcast right now, I'm not feeling too great. I went to the dentist office. My tooth is a little bit sore. Got a cavity. And uh, it's really weighing on my shoulders, you know, because I could have prevented it. So I'm feeling real down on myself right now. And I really just want to lay in bed. And cry like a coward, but I'm not. I'm sitting in a chair recording a podcast. Because I don't believe in quitting and giving up. Have I quit most of the jobs I've had in my life, if not every single job? Yeah, you betcha. Have I left women crying on the side of the road as I sped away? Yeah, I've done that too. But that's because I had to keep moving and keep pushing myself. I couldn't just sit around and cry because I was feeling bad. I had to keep moving. And that's how champions are born. You know? Oh, I feel bad. Coward. Fucking Michael Jordan. This is how I look at it. I already said it. Michael Jordan won a goddamn championship after his father was murdered. I think you can do a couple flips on a fucking mattress. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. All right? Jumping up and down on a bed. And you got, oh, I can't. I can't handle the pressure. Well, then you're not a goddamn champion. You're a coward. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to be a coward. But don't act like cowards are champions and champions are cowards. All right? It's completely okay to be a spineless coward. No one's going to judge you. But as soon as you think you're a champion when you're a coward, I got a fucking problem with it. 
Michael Jordan's dad was murdered and he won a goddamn championship. Jumping on some sort of fucking pediatric whatever the fuck purple mattress. Because you got a sad thought? Nah. I ain't playing that shit, people. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not ever. And I will promise you that. As long as you listen to this podcast, I'll never call a coward a champion. You could take that to the bank. And you should give this podcast a rating and subscribe right now. Thank you. (laughs) Hell yeah. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week. It gets you on your motherfucking way. Hey, speaking of cowards, uh, I didn't know alligators are cowards or crocodiles, you know. They seem like terrifying lizards, right? Um, Anytime one... I see a lot of videos of people around crocodiles. And I, again, I don't know why people fuck with these animals. But I always want the worst outcome. I know that. And a lot of times it just doesn't happen. But it tends to be when a crocodile will lunge at a person, they will run away. Sometimes they will slip and fall and then get back up. And boy, is Joe, is Joe, is Joe disappointed about that. If you slip and fall, I wanted to get you. You had your chance to get away. But a lot of times they'll get up. Uh, but this video, apparently crocodiles, alligators, they're pussies, right? This guy could have been a lady. I couldn't tell. A very slim figure with long hair is uh, being approached by a crocodile or alligator. And uh, this person, all they do is take their flip-flop off and slap it with their hand. And then the alligator freaks out and fucking takes off. Not champions. Cowards. Did you know that? I didn't realize we had we've never had to live in fear of alligators. What was that movie that made us do it? Lake Placid. That was the movie that brainwashed us into thinking that alligators are big and mean and brave and want to kill you, but realistically they're afraid of a flip-flop and a skinny fucking hand. So keep that in mind, people. Maybe that goes for everything that's big and scary. I don't think I'm going to worry about any more predatory creatures. If something tries to get me, hey, I'm just going to fucking take my flip-flop off and smack it on my hand. You're coming at me with a gun or a machete? Hey, buster. And then you'll take off. Fuck out of here. That's the future of defense, I think, is always keeping a spare flip-flop on or around. You know what I mean, people? Take that advice with you. And use it in your life. Don't be afraid to walk the canals of America because of alligator attacks. If you have a flip-flop and a hand. If you don't have hands, man, good luck to you. Not only around alligators, but just in life in general. You know, good luck to you. You talk about a champion, somebody without hands. Man, that's, that's championship material right there. Champions of life. Not Probably not basketball. Probably not gymnastics either. But life, yeah, you're definitely champions if you got no hands. I, yeah, I support you. Stay strong, my handless cutie. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Hey, I got the audio. I should have said this earlier. Maybe I'll put this at the beginning, too. I got the audio back from my album, so look out for that for the... Uh, in the next couple months gonna go through listen to it get it all figured out should have the uh, the video for it too as well this coming week 
But uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for that. Website's coming soon. Might as well bookmark it now. JoeKellyComedy.com. Bookmark that shit. It's going to be all sorts of fun. Building a multimedia, uh, I don't know, fucking powerhouse. Let's do it. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Hope we had some fun today. I missed you. I missed you a lot, people. Take care of yourselves. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real soon. Later. <laughs>